My dear, this has been a delightful evening, but we'd do well to get you home soon. I have to visit the barber in the morning before I head out of town for the week. A man, maybe in his mid-thirties, said to the woman beside him. His voice echoed through the eerily quiet surroundings. It was nearing eleven o'clock. The moon had settled over the still bright streets of New York City. Carriages passed by, the hooves of horses clattering along the cobblestone as the two lovers made their way through the night. Already? the young woman asked. It feels like you've just returned, Preston. I know how difficult it can be, my dear, but the life of a traveling salesman isn't a life of ease. There are people all across the coast who require my very valuable service. Preston replied, glancing behind him in his date. A figure stood in the street behind them, cloaked in obsidian black, motionless. A lump swelled in Preston's throat. He quickly returned his focus to the front of them, subtly urging his date to walk faster as to not alert the figure to his realization. Preston, dear, what's wrong? she asked. Oh, nothing, dear, just the wind. You know how the gusts play with your head at this time of night, Preston responded. The pair neared an alleyway of sorts, covered with a ceiling that led to a back garden for the apartments and businesses surrounding it. As they entered the dimly lit corridor, Preston quickened his pace, urging his date to do the same. Maria, hurry inside now before your sister becomes worried with your absence, Preston said, glancing back to see the shadowy figure following them into the corridor. They'd reached Maria's apartment and stepped up to the walkway. Preston glanced back to see the figure had halted in the shadow of the corridor before the piece that was illuminated by the hanging lantern. A bead of sweat rolled down his forehead despite the frigid night's air. It was near impossible to make out but there it was clear that the figure from the street was in the alleyway. Maria, my dear, I love you with all my heart, but I think I'm coming down with something. Hurry and get inside before you catch it, Preston said in a wavering tone, adjusting his well-kept dark blue overcoat. Goodbye. Hope to see you again soon, Maria said as she reached the top of the steps before going inside. Good night, dear, Preston said with a quick wave of his hand as he hurriedly left the courtyard. He glanced over his shoulder to see the figure standing in the middle of the courtyard. As Preston quickly made his way back out into the cobblestone, the cloaked figure followed him, now illuminated by the lanterns that lined the streets. Preston walked across the street towards the empty park that rested between the tall brick buildings. The cover was high and everyone that frequented the sizable park had long since gone home. He stepped through the iron gate, hoping that the open space and well-lit area would be enough to deter his follower. Preston turned, hoping to see the cloak figure walking in the opposite direction, but instead watched as it opened the iron gate. It squeaked loudly as it opened. The figure had stepped inside of the fenced-off park, leaving the gate open behind it. It stood motionless, staring at Preston with an unidentifiable intention. "'What do you want from me?' Preston asked loudly. "'Is it money you desire?' The figure took one step closer its cloak ruffling slightly. I have no money on my person, but I can withdraw it from the bank in the morning. I, I can leave it somewhere for you, Preston stammered, sweat dripping off his forehead. Without warning or words, the figure brandished a large silver blade. The figure's arm and hand, which were sticking out from the cloak, 
were both adorned with black. That arm and black cloth and the hand in the leather glove. Preston slowly raised his hands, his palms facing the figure. You don't need to hurt me. I can get you money. He took a tentative step back, keeping his eyes on the figure who also took a step forward. The figure's hand, which tightly gripped a large blade, some sort of dagger, lowered it to its side. It finally spoke. Do your best not to worry. It thins the blood, the figure said in a gravelly voice. I don't want this to have been a waste of our time. The figure rushed at Preston, raising the dagger up into the air. The figure cleared the eight-foot distance easily and quickly. Preston turned to run towards the other exit, but couldn't make it two steps before the figure grabbed him by the collar and pulled him backwards. As Preston fell back, he felt something cold against his neck. Quickly and effortlessly, the figure slashed Preston's throat, spraying viscous crimson liquid out on the gravel path. Preston tried to call out for help, but could only gasp. The figure held the dagger up to his shadowy face. Preston heard the sounds of lips smacking behind him. Delicious. Even worried, the blood remains thick. Preston held his slashed neck as he dropped to a knee. He felt the dagger pierce his coat and burrow into his flesh. I'm sorry. I wish there was another way. The figure said into Preston's ear. He pulled the dagger out and Preston fell to the ground, the final remnants of life leaving his body. The figure got down onto its knees. It rolled him over onto his back, slipping a hand underneath the victim. The cloaked figure raised him up and sank large, razor-sharp fangs into his neck. Preston's skin grew paler with every second, the figure draining the blood from the corpse it held. Minutes passed as the figure sat in peace, drinking from its victim. As the last drops of blood left Preston's veins, the figure dropped him back into the gravel. Licking the red liquid from its thin lips, the figure stood up, straightened his cloak, and quickly vanished back into the night. <laughs>